0: Fox News is starting to say out loud what we've been saying for years is that the Republicans are trying to destroy public education. See for yourself.
1: But also maybe a great time in
2: our country's history where we rethink whether or not we have public schools. Maybe we should not have the government involved in education at all. Uh
0: There is glaring evidence of this in Florida. Ron DeSantis has been attacking public education every way he can. And we've seen it for years with Betsy DeVos' attacks on public education. The Republican Party really hates the educated voter base
2: because they know if you're smart, you would never vote for their shitty policies. Well, I mean, that's one theory. But, I mean, he talks about, like, getting rid of public school system as if it's a bad thing. I mean, you know, we haven't had public school system, like, for the entire history of mankind, and like before, we we pretty we we did some pretty great things. I don't know, I don't know. I don't think it's all that useful, but whatever. Now we're just a bunch of dull, docile, weak people who just sitting on our phones watching 10 second videos all day. So maybe it might be a good idea. But hi, welcome to another episode of a couple of Hoosiers podcast. I'm your host Ricky Kurtz. I'm
0: your co-host Charlie Goldsmith.
2: And we tried doing this episode Thursday night, but technology hates me and Charlie, so now we're gonna it's do it tonight. You mainly.
0: You
2: mainly. Just you mainly. Probably. I, I I could agree. Me a little with that. bit. Just a little bit. But yeah. We were gonna talk about like, you know, the the Hollywood satanic sex cults that they have, but who cares? We're just gonna talk about uh the history of the public education and
0: I mean I do care. I don't want them motherfuckers up there.
2: Yeah, neither do I We'll probably save yeah. it for another time Because there's like a lot of other stuff that goes into that Like with uh, I know a lot of them like Follow in the steps of like uh, This guy Aleister Crowley Who was, thought that he was some sort of wizard And ended up being like some Broke crackhead Who spent all of his dad's money But That's for another time
0: We're gonna Something talk An awful lot like somebody else that I heard of he has a laptop right now.
2: Well, had a laptop. <laughs> I just, I just put the uh, puzzle pieces together.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was hoping you'd get it. I was like, I was wait. Throw more clues out there to you.
2: I was like, wait. I have a laptop. I didn't do that though. <laughs> Not yet. Who knows what the future holds? Okay, but let's go ahead and run this ad for any new viewers, any possible new viewers. Let them know where they can find us. A couple of Hoosiers podcasts, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, pretty much anywhere that you get your podcasts. We do a live stream show. We usually do it either on Odyssey or YouTube, and then we go ahead and upload it to Rumble and Shoot pretty much anywhere that we can. But uh, if you want to follow the podcast and really like get everything, go to cohpodcast.substack.com. I inform people of New episodes coming out, and I write all these blogs that are pretty interesting, so go check it out. Go check it out. We do still have the old website, coupleofhoosiers.com, but WordPress is kind of gay, and I'm not going to use it anymore, so I'm going over to Substack. That's going to be where the main website thing is. Maybe I might put a domain name on it, that way it's just cohpodcast.com instead of all the subsex stuff But I don't know I like it a little bit better Than WordPress
0: A lot of it better a little bit better
2: Well I can write blogs From my phone Pretty easy The only thing that I don't like Is I haven't found How to like uh, Do the hyperlinks For like articles That I include Because I like to show people Like what articles We're reading from When I'm going through the blog And all that stuff So usually I'll have to like Add the link in And then go back later On my computer And hyperlink is so people can actually click on it but let's go ahead and just start getting into this we're gonna talk about i want to first before we get into like any of the articles look at merriam-webster's definition for education and indoctrination because you know that's that, that that's a good starting point to like figure out whether or not like our school systems are educating or indoctrinating but let's go ahead and take a look So let's start off with educate. It is a verb. Synonyms include educated and educating. But the definition to provide schooling for or to train by formal instruction and supervised practice, especially in a skill, trade, or profession. The second definition to develop mentally, morally, or aesthetically, especially by instruction. To provide with information. Three, to per, to persuade or condition to feel, believe, or act in a desired way. That is Merriam-Webster's definitions for
0: educate. I don't know what's the what's the last one again? Say it again. It's a little blurry on my screen, so I can't quite
2: interpret it. Number three says to persuade or condition to feel, believe, or act in a desired way. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I
0: like the first two; they're pretty decent.
2: Yeah, although I, I, I would, uh, I, I'm kind of <coughs> skeptical on how public school systems are educating people in the second way, if it's to develop mentally, morally, uh, through instructions. Like, what morals are they actually teaching kids
0: these days, if any?
2: Because well, our, our the, the, not necessarily
0: any anymore. But yeah, I mean, they, when I was in school, I would teach. You know, right and wrong, right and wrong, good and bad. You know, this is good. This is bad. That's what kindergarten shit's for. Yeah.
2: Well, let's go ahead and look at indoctrinate now, because you know, it, it, I don't know. It kind of seems the same. So indoctrinate. It is a verb. Synonyms include indoctrinated, indoctrinating. First definition: to imbue with a usually partisan or sectarian opinion, point of view or principle. Number 2, to instruct especially in fundamentals or rudiments. Doesn't sound like it like it doesn't sound all that different from like what they say educate is? Actually, I mean, it's I think similar.
0: it's, it's just worded
2: Yeah, it, it it's more like cuz uh in this they're saying like one particular like point of view is how they're trying to do it in indoctrinating but I I did like uh, this down here uh, they said did you know indoctrinate means brainwash to many people But but it's meaning isn't always so negative when the verb first appeared in English in the 17th century it simply meant to teach a meaning linked closely to its source the Latin verb duster yeah I don't know Latin I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, which I don't know really read it,
0: but is it D O S S I E R?
2: No, it's D O C and then an E with a line over it and then an R and then an E with no line over it. I'm not sure what the oh. line over don't the line is. Whatever. But it also means to teach. Other offspring of whatever that word is includes docile, doctor, document. And, of course, doctrine. By the 19th century, indoctrinate was being used in the sense of teaching someone to fully accept only the ideas, opinions, and beliefs of a particular group.
0: Wow. So, yeah, I mean. so that almost coincides with three of education. Yeah, 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 because. Not completely, but almost.
2: Yeah, because three was to persuade <laughs> or condition to feel, believe, or act in a, desi- a desired way. So mm-hmm. indoctrinate and educate kind of similar, according to Merriam-Webster. If you believe them, I know, I know, I've heard some uh, pretty shady stuff about them. How they're kind of like twisting up definitions these days, but
0: who knows? That's sad, that's, that's sad because when I was a kid. You know, we used to have a Webster's Dictionary mm-hmm. in the old Scrabble game whenever we play Scrabble or whatnot, you know what I mean? So well, we it's,
2: look. It's, it's been a while since I've read about <laughs> it, but, like, actually, like, reading about the guy Merriam-Webster and, like, when he first decided to, like, go through uh, and write the dictionary and all that stuff, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Read your history. It's pretty good. Pretty good. They, they got some interesting stuff in there. Um... But let's go ahead and go over to this first article. We're just going to jump into it. Uh, this article is questioning whether or not our public schools indoctrinate kids without almost anyone noticing. From the Federalist, if you guys follow the show, you guys probably know that I do like this, uh, this website. I tend to agree with them on some things more than often, but I mean, I think they're pretty good. They, they do some solid work over here, and you should definitely check them out. But for education, how public schools indoctrinate kids without almost anyone knowing. This was written by August Mayrat. <laughs> That's a name. And it was written October 26, 2018. And it is an eight minute read. What is this over here? Detransitioners transitioners are being abandoned by medical professionals who devastated their bodies and minds. True. But we're not gonna get into that topic because we got plenty of stuff to talk about already. So let's get into this article. Many people have long suspected that governments something happened on my screen, it was weird. Hmm. Stop it! I'm trying to read. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Many people have long, to do it
0: again. You better.
2: Many people have long suspected that governments sometimes attempt to indoctrinate their peoples to increase the government's own power and influence. Unfortunately, ambitious governments will not stop at merely controlling what their people can do. They must control their minds. Indoctrination happens through many channels, entertainment, speeches, and censorship, but its main instrument is the school system. Teachers have a captive audience of malleable uh, young minds for several years They may not have figured out How to make f- students smart And productive but they can at least Make them submissive and obedient I mean I think that's like a a, a Big thing that we're seeing these days Like people like just tend to look Because I mean throughout like the school System I mean when I was In there like any history Or anything that we were talking about always Like always Shed a bright light well, If that's Like how I want to phrase it On the government Like this government Was something that you could trust And like there was no flaws with them And then after I got out of school And started like Doing my own reading And all that stuff I started finding out Our government is Kind of a dick (coughs) They do some They do some messed up stuff Which I mean all governments do What are you going to do? but that that last part about like making people like submissive and obedient because generally with like education it like normally like we look at it as like you're supposed to be instructed on how to like learn and like um be able to learn on your own that's like generally the best way that education should be and like I, th- I I recently started listening to some stuff about uh, homeschooling, and that's generally like uh, what their goal is with homeschooling is like teach your kids how to like like learn on a, on their own. Because I know a lot of them are saying. Because one thing that like always like mess with me was that schools lasted like eight hours a day. Yeah. Like that 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 doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And like I'm hearing from like a lot of these people that do. Homeschooling is that they can get everything done in about three hours in a day. Like and their kids do great on their test and all this stuff and like so like and I've always looked at that that as um, like the eight hour day. That's kinda like the work system, like that's the work schedule. You technically work an eight hour day, so they're just trying to get kids used to that and working nine um, to five. I mean we do need we do need workers, but I mean we don't need useless cattle just doing whatever they're told.
0: on this next part, judging by results from most exp- uh, people's experience, indoctrination is not only a problem with rogue regimes, but also a distinctly American problem. However, here it is difficult to determine the extent of indoctrinations, how it works, or even if it works.
2: Now, I would say that it's not just distinctly in an American problem, because, I mean, you can look like over in, like, Asia... And stuff like that, like China, their school system, like they're, they're a complete communist. Their classrooms
0: look very similar to their marching soldiers Mm -hmm. outside. And then I know, know,
2: I know I've read about, uh, uh, I want to say it was Cambodia and Pol Pot. I think it was Pol Pot that was doing it, but like he had like, he was a messed up guy. Not, communism isn't fun, especially for the people under it, but. Yeah, I want to say that the indoctrination throughout the school system is distinctively an American problem. I think, like, several governments have used it as a way to keep their subjects beneath them. Okay, so most Americans might receive a mediocre education. True. But this education may be so mediocre... That the intended brainwashing might not even be effective. True, some will feel the burn, Bernie Sanders, and join the Socialist Party, and others will become feminist and beat up women who protest abortion. Saying it. A precious few may even become conservatives. Most, though, seem content to remain disengaged from politics, religion, and most ideas in general and allow the mainstream media to think for them. See I that see that every day, dude. Like, I don't want to have day. I don't want to have my own view on something. <laughs> I don't want to offend somebody. I'm just going to, you know, go with the flow and let whatever happens happens. I don't want to think for myself. Like, I I I do see that a lot. far from resembling a unified collective society has become more polarized and tribal true some might see this as evidence of the failure of indoctrination and the insuppressible human desire for freedom and justice but they are mistaken indoctrination does work and it is one and it is one the main reasons one of the main reasons America is so divided <laughs> they left out the of" and I I, I I don't like it when people do that I don't know about I don't know. I don't know about other people who like do any writing but like especially for me when I'm doing my blogs like i I swear like I check over that thing like three to four times before I actually submit it just to make sure I'm not missing anything and I still miss stuff every once in a while like I'll go back and check through and I'm like damn it I have to re-edit." Come on, people. Read your shit. You want to go ahead and read this part?
0: A uh, few people seem to have a clear definition of indoctrination and thus call anything they dislike indoctrination, uh, i.e., leftist professors or are indoctrinating their students, those fundamentalist Christians are indo- indoctrinating their kids, or Facebook is indoctrinating its users. While indoctrination involves pushing a certain opinion, it is also much more. It is a comprehensive effort of passively disseminating a particular viewpoint. The passive aspect is key. People who are indoctrinated with a certain narrative or an ideology do not arrive at the intended conclusions to their own thinking, but hear the same thing repeated in a million different ways until they finally take it as an unquestionable truth
2: safe and effective it's safe and effective we swear it is safe and effective it's effective and safe
0: (laughs) it's effectively safe it's safely effective
2: (laughs) almost sounded like uh you could like turn that into like a dr seuss book like (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was hearing as we were saying it but let's let's go ahead and keep on going because this is where it's interesting because indoctrination happens in the absence of thinking, many teachers who engage in indoctrination do so unconsciously. And this is, like, something that, like, I've been saying uh, for a while about, like, this whole thing that's going on with, like, the educational system where, like, these teachers, like, I I believe that they're just, because, like, um, when you look at, like. Morals and truths and such like that like we've we've uh, gone from like knowing an objective truth and moral to more of a subjective truth and moral where like when you get into the subjectivity or suggest that I can't speak when it's subjective like multiple forms of truths and morals can be true and I think like a lot of these people don't really realize that they are doing some form of indoctrination they just believe like what they're saying To be true And they want to teach others Like what they believe And like It almost is coming off Like Maybe like Unconsciously And They don't realize That they're doing it Some of them probably do though
0: Some of these teachers Probably do But I believe that A good majority of them Are like You know I'm here for the kids I want to Mm -hmm. help the kids I've always wanted to teach kids
1: Mm
0: -hmm. You know But they don't They go into it With the best intentions But they don't understand The curriculum That's being taught
2: what what is the old saying the road to hell is paved with good intentions yeah true i i I really like uh, a really good example of like what i'm saying i i think i've said this before and i always keep on forgetting to like grab the picture when i know that i'm going to be like bringing this up but it's a it's that uh old picture of two people looking at either a six or a nine from one side somebody sees it as a six from the other side Somebody sees it as a nine, and that's, like, kind of, like, a good example of, like, what's going on. Like, especially, like, people can, like, look at, like, uh, through history and, like, have their own interpretation of, like, what history is. Like, take the Civil War, for example. Like, uh, I know, like, when I was in school, like, a lot of people were teaching, well, the Civil War happened to end slavery. But when you, like, start looking more into, like, the Civil War, um... A lot of it was just like trying to reestablish the union and keep the South from succeeding and like, yeah, it ended slavery. But I think that was kind of like a bonus and that wasn't their main intent, especially when you read about uh, what Abraham Lincoln wanted. But some people look at things differently. But let's continue on this article. They themselves take what they are given and pass it along without thinking. Ideologues often intervene at this level by writing the the scripts for teachers, which is how LGBT advocacy and anti-Semitic fabrications become included in their lessons. Thoughtlessness is essential as the fictional demon Screwtape from C.S. Lewis's The Screwtape Letter states in his letters to to Wormwood, it is funny how mortals are Always picture us as putting things into their minds. In reality, our best work is done by keeping things out. A person who really thinks will eventually reason himself out of the things he heard of school. Go ahead and do the next two.
0: In some ways, this could be good. He could reason reason his way out of utopian thinking that contradicts reality. It could also be bad. He could reason his way out of superstitious beliefs but not have the wherewithal to take the act, the next step of adopting reasonable beliefs. For this reason, it is often fruitless for Republican politicians to insist in incorporating their more conservative viewpoints or for conservative intellectuals to decry bias in U.S. history classes or for classical schools to replace Maya Angelou with Tacitus? Yeah, I don't know. I, I... Those Magnus, are probably... I think is a Greek
2: uh, yeah, it sounds person, like but... Yeah, it sounds like uh, maybe Maya Angelou. Yeah, it's probably something like historical. And
0: If students are still receiving the material passively, a switch of content will not help, and in the case of introducing classical literature, it, it will usually backfire. English teachers have soured multiple generations of Americans on Shakespeare because they taught taught it as a propaganda... Not as dense text requiring complex thought.
2: Shakespeare does require complex thought when reading his words, but I really like, um, like what they were kind of saying up here. Uh, how they said he could reason his way out of utopian thinking that contradicts reality. Like I've been thinking about that a lot with like a lot of things that people are trying to do, especially when it comes to like climate and like social justice and all this stuff. Like a lot of the things that they're trying to promote. While good almost sound like a, a utopian world, like nobody hates each other, the world is perfectly healthy and all this stuff, like it it really does contradict reality. I mean, because yeah, I would love it if like nobody hated hated each other, but especially coming from my worldview, I know that it's impossible for people not to hate people. Like it's gonna happen, like that's that's just the way that humans are. But I don't know, I've been I've been thinking about that recently.
0: We're a very destructive
2: race. Race. Okay, so indoctrination and common core. Even changing curriculum will not prevent indoctrination. Curriculum should help guide the teacher to create lessons and use materials that will train the students to think and function independently. Instead, most public school curricula either adopting the common core standards or imitating them do the opposite. Yeah, that's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like that's what that's what education should do. It should like tr- it should like train the kids to like learn how to think for themselves and like learn to do the work on their own, but like you see like a lot of these kids like they're they're just like
0: I think it has to do with uh
2: going by and like hmm.
0: they I think it has to do with economics, too. Because if you think about it, I mean, they, they touch a little bit on, like, how to finance, how to manage money, how mm-hmm. to, you know, all, all kinds of things. But they don't, like, have specific classes on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's a big part of your life, how to manage your money. How, I mean, they didn't do anything with checkbooks when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a big thing. I remember my mom always pulling out a checkbook and paying for shit. But they didn't teach that in school. any kind of length it was like you had one day of it this is how you do it all right now we're moving on to something else you know and then we're Mm -hmm. gonna do this for six months
2: (laughs) right and like i i have said before uh (laughs) there are things that like parents should be teaching but like it's gotten to a point like that i can even admit right now it's really hard for like a single income household like to where like your kids do need to be like here in school for like eight hours a day, the way you can work and make money and like pay your bills and all that stuff. So, I mean, let me tell you, I know that
0: firsthand. Let mm-hmm. me tell
2: you. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it, it's like, um, so like if your kids are going to be there, like we have this expectation that like things should be like, like to help us out, like educate our children and like don't just fill their brains with like this useless garbage like help us help them grow into society and become useful instead of all these people that are just sitting with their porn helmets fapping away and fucking dude it's
0: the way that i know the thing i hate the most is watching my kids being on tiktok for like two hours and then coming up and asking me an inquisitive question
2: yeah, like especially. you were just
0: staring at your phone for two and a half hours, watching senseless, stupid, funny videos. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take ten seconds out of that time and look your answer up?
2: No, no, we live in we live in this wonderful age of technology where like we have all this information, and like that's pretty much like what I do like most of the time. I'm constantly reading about something, whether it's from history, whether I've been looking into like a lot of like philosophy stuff, and that stuff is nah. really interesting, definitely interesting. But let's go ahead and get back to it. Uh, Common Core has facilitated progressive indoctrination By smothering independent thought And stifling intellectual development It effectively trains students not to think By emphasizing skill over content Process over product And relative standards over absolute ones Yeah, we are going to get into, like, the Common Core uh, In a little bit But, like, I've seen a lot with this Common Core And that's exactly what it's doing And, like, what's to put everybody on the same standard When... Like, at the same time, they say, well, everybody is unique and different and special. Well, why are you going to put them all in this one, like, sort of, I don't know. It's, it's really weird. The humanities suffer the most from the focus on teaching supposedly practical skills rather than quality content. Instead of reading great poetry and literature, English teachers ask their students to read more journalistic nonfiction and develop research skills. Instead of reading for meaning and writing clearly, students read for bias and learn to write fluff.
0: Yeah, I like this next part. History teachers now teach their students history skills, which involve everything except remembering actual history and synthesizing information. Consequently, both literary, uh, literally literary and historical content is drained of relevance or meaning. While students learn to process data, they do not think about anything particular. True. I just like that one part where they where they learn history skills. Not so much remembering history. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They don't want to remember history. Yeah,
2: there's a lot through history that you could go through that like
0: really shows
2: like because I know like a big saying like fictitious are
0: fabricated.
2: Yeah. But uh, I, know, I know a big thing that, like, a lot of people say, like, uh, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. But it's almost – and I've heard other people mention this, but, like, if you look, like, back through history, it's almost like we're not necessarily repeating it, but it's definitely, like, rhyming history. Like, it, it, like, it's very similar to a lot of things that are going on that have gone on, but it's not exactly the same. So I don't think that we're doomed to repeat our history, but we'll definitely – Go down the same course. Making the same
0: mistakes. mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Let's see. Math and science are hurt more by Common Core's obsession with the process over the product. And I have seen that. Like, I was telling Charlie the other day that I saw this video of somebody trying to do, like, a Common Core math equation. And somebody did it the old-fashioned way. And they, like, recorded it side by side. They did their problem. Got it done. Went and made a pot of coffee. Got a cup of coffee started drinking it and then the common core equation was solved and like that that's that's like been a problem that I think like I like I even saw when I was in school doing math like they were more focused on like how you solve the problem than if you could solve the problem like I actually so- got in trouble
0: because math math was my subject and mm-hmm. I actually got in trouble uh, by my algebra teacher mm-hmm. because I shortened the equation he was doing mm-hmm and I'm like, you know, you can reach that that same conclusion in about seven less steps. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, that may work for the problem that you're using, but it won't work on every one. And I did it like three different equations, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And he got mad at me and sent me to the office, dude. Like, I can't remember the exact <laughs> equation anymore, obviously, because this was like fucking thirty years ago. Oh man, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but I mean, like, seriously, I did. I did get in trouble, man. I'm like, right. Correcting the teacher and that just That would show you right there that they They, uh, they don't accept Like your own thinking they mm-hmm. want You to think how they think mm-hmm. Period yeah, Alpha, it's, it's and definitely... If you go against it you're in trouble
2: Yeah because like uh, another thing is Like uh, I know like a lot of people I'm not one of those people but there's like Intelligent people who can like look at a math Equation and like they can do it in their head And figure it out and write down an answer And that's, that's like really kind of right. what I was getting at like People could do that And that's like, they don't like that. They like, no, we want, we want you to show us how you got that. Well, I did it in my head and I figured it out. And I know like, uh, don't call me.
0: Yeah. I remember all the quick ways they would teach you how to do shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and they, I, they like Cody when he was still in school, Mm -hmm. he would bring papers home and it would just, it would flabbergast me. I'd be looking at it like, what, what what are they doing? yeah what like, language why would he's, he's like, he's like I know because he's he's in the math like I am mm-hmm. you know it's just I don't know yeah mm-hmm. I don't I don't trust our schools nearly as much as I used to no and i I do think it's a good idea that these people are are starting to homeschool their kids unfortunately I didn't have that option mm-hmm. because I was a single dad for
2: well plus I mean in a in a lot of ways like a lot of people like I like I was saying, like, I've been listening to, like, people talk about how there are homeschooling. And I think, like, right now, these days, like, homeschooling has become a lot easier. And there's more, like, programs and stuff that you can find online to help do that. But if anybody is interested in that, you should probably go, like, look up some people. Um, I know uh, she goes by the name of Rachel Wilson. She just started a channel, and, like, she's she's uh, she has the nickname Based Homeschool Mom. So she's gonna start getting into like a lot of homeschooling topics and stuff like that. So if you're interested in that type of stuff, I would highly uh, suggest checking her stuff out. But also like just like we live in this age of technology, just look this stuff up. I would I look, would be skeptical.
0: She was, she was even confirming the fact that it's because I was watching a video that she was discussing mm-hmm. this particular topic about schools and mm-hmm. homeschooling she definitely said she started like 10 years ago i guess mm-hmm. and she said when she first started it was considerably more difficult mm-hmm. but uh, i guess now it's really easy you know she said for people to get curriculums and you know get And get i things. i
2: would i would be uh, skeptical of people like using google to look at No it. yeah yeah i use no. i use a search engine called brave if anybody's heard of it i i like it i don't think it's like completely foolproof of like the uh algorithmic uh manipulation that we see on the internet these days but i think it is a little bit better it doesn't like constantly track like everything that you're doing so i i like it check out brave check out brave it's pretty good but we're gonna get out of that article and start jumping into like the history of like the public school system like how it was founded because like before like we had like this public school system like pretty much like parents like Either taught their kids on their own or they had, like, these private tutors that would, like, travel across the country and, like, they would do stuff like that. But one guy had this great idea that the state should control, like, this massive public educating system. And Mr. Man. Mr. Man. Mr. Man. Let's go check out Mr. Man. So this guy right here. Uh, what is that word? Dog your, no, I mean, dog your type, under under Quiet. his picture, dog. I've never seen that word in my life. <laughs> I don't see what
0: word you're talking about. See That's what I got high highlighted?
2: Do you have this article?
0: Yeah, Horace Mann, no well, the father of American education. Well, this
2: is uh, this might be a different one that you don't have. I don't know. But uh, this is kind of like stating like uh, uh, a little bit of the history before we actually get into Horace man. But they, they have a Your weird brother. word right here. I don't, I don't know what that is. Dogger type? A public school crusader Horace man. Okay, so uh, the history of public schools in America. Hundreds of years ago, most, most learning happened at home. Parents taught their children or if their parents could afford it, private tutors did the job. The Puritans were the first in this country to point out the need for some kind of public education. And I really like how they like use public on all this stuff. Like usually when you hear the word public, it just means like state funded and state provided government. They established schools to teach not just the essentials reading, reading, writing, and math, but also to reinforce their core values. After the American Revolution, Thomas Jefferson argued that a newly independent nation needed an education system, and he suggested that tax dollars be used to fund it. His pleas were ignored, however, and the idea for a public school system languished for nearly a century. By the 1840s, a few public schools had popped up around the country in the communities that could afford them. However, That smattering of schools wasn't good enough for education crusader Horace Mann of Massachusetts and Henry Bernard of Connecticut. They began calling for free compulsory school for every child in the nation. They have to go for it, and your tax dollars have to pay for it. Massachusetts passed the first compulsory school laws in 1852. New York followed the next year, and by 1918, all American children were required to attend at least elementary school. Next came the movement to create equal schooling for all American children, no matter what their race. At the turn of the 20th century, schools in the South and many in the North were segregated. The 1896 Supreme Court ruling, Plessy versus Ferguson, un- upheld the legality of seg- segregation. Finally, in 1954, the Supreme Court overturned its ruling with the landmark case, Brown versus Board of Education, and public schools became open to people of all races. So that's a little bit of the history, but let's find out who this Horace Mann was. So, is this the article that you had? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that guy right there. Horace Mann, known as the father of American education. Horace Mann, pictured here circa 1850, worked to establish a varied curriculum that excluded sectarian instruction. His vision of public education was precursor to the Supreme Court's eventual interpretation of the First Amendment's Establishment Clause... And church state separation principles in public schools. See, there's that word again. Doggerotype? Daggerotype? That's weird. Daggerotype? Yeah. Have you ever seen that word? I've never seen that word before in my life. If anybody uh, knows what that means, be sure to leave a comment. Remember to like, comment, and share the podcast. Best way that you guys can help us. But let's go ahead and get into this article. A, what? Are you doing a little Google thing and actually looking up information? <laughs> kind of like what we were talking about. Oi. got a bit of a stuffy nose and it's bugging the hell out of me.
0: A photograph taken by an early photographic process employing it. Oh, that might be the uh, the big flash.
2: Oh. Okay, that makes sense now. And it is daguerreotype. Daguerreotype. (coughs) So it's talking about the picture. Interesting. Let's go ahead and uh, get into this because this (coughs) is kind of like a... uh, important topic to, like, the whole public school system. So, known as the father of American education, Horace Mann, nine, or 1796 to 1859, a major force behind establishing <laughs> unified school systems, worked to establish a varied curriculum that excluded sectarian instruction. His vision of public education was a precursor to the Supreme Court's eventual interpretation of, of the establishment clause And church state separation Principles in public schools Now this has become like a big Thing the whole like uh, Church state separation that uh, Like a lot of people Say these days like They cause it doesn't Like actually come from the From the constitution it comes from A letter from Thomas Jefferson I believe it was and he Had said that there needs to be like a hedge Between the church and the state but in the letter he was more so talking Like the state shouldn't be able to like Tell the church what to do but now people Are saying well the church shouldn't have Any saying in like What goes on with the state But it's really weird But that uh, that kind of like uh, uh, Shaped how like education Is these days Man attended Brown University In the Litchfield Law School in Connecticut After graduation He built a successful legal career and was subsequently elected to the state house in 1827 and the state senate in 1833 in 1837 man played a key role in establishing the massachusetts state board of education and he went on to become the board's first secretary of education you go ahead and get the next one
0: as secretary Mann advocated for common schools institutions that that would be available to everyone regardless of their ability to pay tuition. Mann believed that universal education would allow the United States to avoid the rigid class systems of Europe. In his twelfth annual report of the Massachusetts School Board, Mann wrote that education is the great equalizer of the conditions of men, the balance wheel of society machinery. He also argued, he also argued that the universal education would allow the United States to maintain a democracy all Americans he thought must if citizens of the Republic understand something of the true nature and functions of the government under which they live
2: I really like that part where he talks about avoiding the rigid class systems of Europe it sounds sounds a lot like uh, what you hear uh, Marxists these days saying like where they hate like the whole class system and all that stuff. Blah. I oh, don't know, maybe smile, but uh, man opposed sectarian instruction in establishing public common schools, and I believe I've also heard uh, people call them normal schools. Man opposed sectarian instruction, and in instead advocated instruction in universal Christian principles and values that would allow students to make their own moral judgments. Can't see how that can go wrong. Man's non-sectarian approach to public education was criticized at the time and is still viewed by some today as hostile to religion and detrimental to both individual and social morals. Some leaders of the Roman Catholic Church, for example, argued that common schools, while professing the nonsectarian, while professing to be nonsectarian, in fact embodied general Protestant principles contrary to the First Amendment. Yeah, you want to go ahead with this last one?
0: By the 1960s, in cases like Engel versus Vitale and Abington School District versus Schimp, in which the court invalidated school sponsored prayer and Bible readings in public schools on establishment clause grounds, the Supreme Court had begun to use the establishment clause of the First Amendment to strike prayer and devotional Bible reading usually from the King James Bible that many Protestants preferred from the public schools. In defense of the non-sectarian uh, sectarian schools in this in his last school board report, man argued that the common school earnestly incul- inculcates, inculcates. 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 Hmm. all Christian morals. And in receiving the Bible, it allows it to do what it is allowed to do, and no other system to speak for itself. But here it stops. Because the common school yeah you know, the common school disclaims to act as an umpire between hostile religious opinions. This was originally published in two thousand nine.
2: Inculcate. To impress something upon the mind of another by frequent instruction or repetition. Instill.
0: So Basically they wanted to another instill the Christian. Basically right along the lines of indoctrination and in education.
2: Yeah, but see, I got a problem with this because like uh like a lot of what we see today with like the the religious like stuff today, there's like seventeen thousand different denominations. So like this whole idea of like giving everybody the Bible has, like, really led to, like, private interpretation and, like, like kind of how we were talking about with that whole, like, six and nine situation where, like, yeah. someone can read, like, like, I see that a lot, especially in religion, where, like, somebody will say, well, I read this verse and I get this from it and then another person will be like, well, I read this verse and I get this interpretation from it and it's like, how do you just determine who's right and I don't know. And it's a
0: debate for another time, but that is why myself, I have a problem understanding mm religion, because it's a perceptive, it's a perceptive situation, or as as you would say, it would, what, (coughs) subjective? Subjective, yeah. Uh, You you know, it's subject to the fallible minds of men Mm -hmm. and how they perceive it. And it's just been rewritten, and who's to say that they even interpreted it the right way? True true
2: but i want to show off uh this book uh right here the dark agenda the war to destroy christian america by david horowitz i read through it it's a pretty good book it talks about like a lot of like uh what happened throughout the school system that we're gonna kind of get into um and i don't know there's like things that uh he talks about in there like um because what we're gonna get into next is kind of like this battle for uh eliminating christianity throughout uh, our school systems like to where it got to the point where like teachers were like uh uh punishing students that they merely like pray prayed during school or like brought in a bible and like or any other like like christian thing but yeah i don't know uh i also wanted to uh show this off real quick this is uh I found this for Horace Mann. Uh, It's an image from some of his writings that I thought were pretty interesting. So thoughts from his writing. The object of the common school system is to give to every child a free, straight, solid pathway by which he can walk directly up from the ignorance of an infant to the knowledge of of the primary duties of man. The highest service we can perform for others is to help them help themselves. Education is our only political safety outside of this arc. All is deluge. Deluge. A patriot is known by the interest he takes in the education of the young. The common school is the greatest discovery every man. Every. every, The common school is the greatest discoverer ever made by man. In our country and in our times, no man is worthy of. The honored name of a statesman who does not include the highest practi- practical oh, geez, education of the people and all his plans of administration. Had I the power, I would scatter libraries all over the all over the whole land as the sour sows as the sower sows his wheat field. I hold treason against this government to be an enormous crime but great as it is i hold treason against free speech to be incomparably greater if ever there was a cause if ever there can be a cause worthy to be upheld by all of toil or sacrifice that the human heart can endure it is the cause of education i beseech you to treasure up in your hearts these my parting words be ashamed to die until you have won some victory for humanity And that's some of his writings. Hmm. Interesting. 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 Let's go over here. From futurism.com, the battle to teach evolution in public schools is far from over. It's 2017, and it's still an issue. So now this is, uh, this gets into, like, uh, kind of what I want to talk about, um, Uh, Maybe, maybe actually we should talk about this first because this kind of came before like all of this. Yeah, we should talk about this lady here. Madeline Murray O'Hare. This is a lady that is talked about in that book that I was just talking about. She was like a uh, 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 big supporter of like removing like Christianity and anything of its nature from the school system. Like bringing up the whole separation of church and state and all that stuff but it gets really interesting because they have absolutely no problem if islam is talked about in the public school system or any other form of religion they just have this distinct hatred for christianity and didn't want it in the public school system so madeline murray o'hare was an American activist supporting atheism and separation of church and state. In 1963, she founded American Atheist. And they have a neat little symbol right there. To, uh, uh, Yeah, they got a logo. And I've even seen people with that like tattooed on their arm. And they're like, yeah, that way you know who I am. And I'm like, I've never seen that before. And then I just saw it and I was like, oh, okay. Well, aren't you guys special? And served as as its president. Oh. I mean, and really like when you like look at the, like the atheist mindset of like everybody, like it is almost like sort of like religious because they all believe like essentially the same thing. And they'll stick to their guns about it. Which her son John Sounds
0: awfully familiar to religion as well. Yeah,
2: like that's what I, that's what I'm saying like like they claim to be like against religion and then still like hold like religious like ide ideologues like like science for example a lot of them are like big on like science like you must trust the science the science can never be wrong stuff like that like we see with like all these crazy based on being
0: wrong.
2: They like they see with all (laughs) these like mask wearers who like you can't be near me without a mask. Put your mask on. The scientist said it works. So, after which her son John Garth Murray succeeded her uh she created the first issue of American Atheist magazine and God we do not trust oh <laughs> uh, and identified as a militant feminist yeah she she was a uh A wonderful lady. I think she even took the title for a long time, uh, I believe in the 50s or the 60s, as uh, America's Most Hated Woman. Wow. O'Hare is best known for the Murray and Curlett lawsuit, which challenged the policy of mandatory prayers and Bible readings in Baltimore's public schools, in which she named uh, her first son, William J. Murray, as plaintiff consolidated with Arvington School District versus Kemp Shemp, it was heard by the United States Supreme Court which ruled that officially sanctioned mandatory Bible reading in American public schools was unconstitutional. The Supreme Court had prohibited officially sponsored prayer in school in angle versus the tally on similar grounds. After she founded the American Atheist and won, Murray versus curlette she achieved attention to the extent that in nineteen sixty four life mag- magazine referred to her as the most hated woman in America through american atheist o'Hare filled numerous other filed numerous other suits on issues of separation of church versus state and like um which is uh I'm trying to, I I know uh, one of her sons wrote a book about her. um, Oh. Cause of death, murder. Damn. She got murdered? She got murdered. I mean, she was America's most hated woman, so. Comes with the territory, I guess.
0: How was she murdered?
2: I don't know. Let's go down here and find out. Feminism. I do know that I, I remember reading that uh, she had uh, tried to go to Russia because she was a big old communist and she wanted to go to over to Soviet Russia. And they were like, no, nah, we don't want you. She was like, well, they're just not communist enough. Wow. Court cases, kidnapping and murder. Okay, so in August 27, 1995, O'Hare, her son, John Garth Murray, and her granddaughter, Robin Murray O'Hare, disappeared from their home and office. A typewritten note was attached to the locked office door saying the Murray, the Murray O'Hare family has been called out of town on an emergency basis. We do not know how long we will be gone at the time of the writing of this memo. When police entered O'Hare's home, it looked as if, it had, if they had left suddenly. The trio said in phone calls that they were on business in San Antonio, Texas. Garth Murray ordered U.S. $600,000 worth of gold coins from a San Antonio jeweler, <coughs> but took delivery of only $400,000 worth of coins. Until September 27th, American Atheist employees received several phone calls from Robin and John but neither explained why they had left or when they would return. Employees reported that their voices sounded strained and disturbed. After September 28th, no further communications came from any of the three. American Atheist was facing serious financial problems because of the withdrawal of funds. and membership dwindled. So it sounds like they were kidnapped.
0: Kidnapped? He kidnapped, exploited, and
2: then murdered, it sounds. Right. Hello, dude. Wow. So, yeah, she was killed along with her son and her granddaughter. Wow. His body was found on a riverbed in rural Mm -hmm. Dallas County, but his head and hands were missing. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's horrific. Yeah. I actually even.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, the whole family was just wiped out, then, huh?
2: Well, she did have two sons, and it sounded like they only got one.
0: Mm. So,
2: but I knew, not, I do know, I can't remember which. It might have been her other son that wrote a book, like claiming all the things about her. Like she was, he would say in her in his book about her, like, um, like she was like really disrespectful to her father, and like was kind of because like he was a Christian and she was like a staunch atheist and. Like, she would like constantly get in arguments with him about it. And then, like, one day he had a heart attack, and she was like saying how much she was glad that he dropped dead and all this stuff. And then, like, she used like the whole death as a way to like blame Christians and say, like, Christians came to their house and were like, uh, t- like messing with them. And that's what causes heart attack. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, but it is all talked about in like that book that I was saying, uh, The Dark Agenda, which Whoa. I mean, yeah. pretty crazy but yeah so like the the whole thing about her is like she was a big proponent of uh like pushing for like the separation of church versus state or church and state like that's become like a big slogan for like a lot of atheists in our country these days whenever they talk about like anything the religious right is doing and all that stuff but Let's go ahead and talk about the battle to teach evolution now. Take a look at this article. So... Ooh, we can listen to the article? Ain't that fancy. So, the monkey law. In 1925, a high school teacher named John Scopes was arrested, tried, and convicted of the crime of teaching evolution to his class in a public school in the state of Tennessee. Under a law known as the Butler Act, Tennessee had put an outright ban on the teaching of evolution in public schools. The Scopes trial, as it became known, just lasted, lasted just eight days, at the end of which the jury reached their verdict in less than 10 minutes. But that week produced one of the most memorable landmark legal cases in U.S. history, made the American Civil Liberties Union a household name, and forever changed how the American public viewed science education. Uh, The Butler Act remained intact. Oh, dang. They found me. No! No! The Butler Act remained intact for almost another 50 years after scopes, only to be repealed in 1967 after being challenged by another young science teacher, Gary L. Scott, who had been fired for teaching evolution at a high school in Jacksboro, Tennessee, having challenged the constitutionality of the law and succeeded. Once the repeal in Tennessee was signed, other states had similar legislation prohibiting the teaching of evolution in public schools followed suit but there was never really any reprieve even today almost a century after the scopes trial the fight to teach evolution in public school is far from being over what is this little video milestones of the century This looks like a video that would have been played in like school or something like that, how they would roll out that little TV on the stand with the wheels and then play this. This doesn't look like a TV on wheels
0: situation. This more looks like a projector going against the screen. <laughs> True. In 1925, biology teacher John Scopes spiraled to fame in the legal <coughs> battle that became known as the Monkey Trial. Whether a man can't was descended it. from the monkey, or just making it? a monkey out of man, was fought in a court room.
2: You're not hearing it?
0: No. I was.
2: You were? But now you're not?
0: How about now? ...of the Darwin theory of evolution. The existence of man in the prehistoric world was denied, for according to the Bible...
2: Well, that's weird. I'm hearing it. Well, we'll just... Skip it. It's just talking about pretty much how these people believe that we evolved from monkeys, and they're weird. I ain't no monkey. Evolution alternatives. You want to go ahead and take this one? I
0: don't know if I can get to it. Well, it's no longer illegal for American pub- America's public school science teachers to teach evolution in the decades that have elapsed since scopes. Religious groups have endeavored to enforce the teaching of alternatives alongside evolution. These include biblical creationism, scientific creationism, and intelligent design, all of which, to varying extents, teach that life on earth did not arise solely through evolution. There are also those who have lobbied for teachers to have the ability to teach evolution in a way that presents it as being scientifically controversial. This gross uh, misrepresentation of established scientific data and hard evidence has alarmed some science educators even more than the outright rejection of the concept. While the laws that enforce the teachings of evolution alternatives have not successfully passed, since 2004, three states have passed legislation permitting teachers to teach evolution in a way that frames it as being scientifically controversial. Yeah,
2: so I mean that that's been a that's been a big thing uh the uh the fight to teach uh, uh evolutionism over creationism um there's like a lot of schools i know that like like the only thing that they're going to teach is evolution like there's no like very difference like how they were trying to say like alternatives alongside evolution um i think it's funny uh this gross mis- misrepresentation of established scientific data and hard evidence. I don't think there's really any hard evidence for evolution. I know there's like a lot of theories and stuff like that, but when they get into well, like a decent like, amount of
0: evidence for evolution. The
2: but worst. hard evidence
0: but just like a lot of other things though. There's loopholes in some of theirs. There's gaps, you yeah. know, in the in the in the dates. But yeah, yeah there's pretty Pretty concrete evidence on a lot of different situations it, when it comes. Can it be to replicated though? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't replicate the fact that Jesus is, was alive either. So nobody says that. There's, so. there's a lot of, you know, a lot of speculation, and theories, and hypotheses when it comes to a lot of different things.
2: So yeah, but when. That my my problem is the fact that they're like saying like hard evidence. I don't think they're like there's like maybe like some some sort of like scientific methods that they do say about like evolution that like you could talk about. It's but mainly I don't mainly
0: DNA and shit like that. Like they take these old bones and compare it with our DNA strands. Now and we have a lot of the similar things, only our brains are bigger. Yeah,
2: I just don't think there's any any actual hard evidence for it. I will say, That's my I brain. will admit.
0: I will admit that there is a big difference between evolution and adaptation.
2: Mhm. Definitely. Like I like cuz like I've heard like a lot of people like say like like you can like
0: prove
2: evolution and like
0: I don't. I don't believe that we started off as a fucking fish. Yeah, okay? no. and crawled just... onto the land, learned how to grow legs. We'd have to have legs before we came onto the land, which in reptiles you can see it if you think about uh Well, amphibians more than anything. If you think about frogs, they start off as a little tadpole, no legs, no nothing, head, tail, swim, Mm -hmm. and over time they grow legs and then can then hop and move on land and everything else. So that's part of my my belief in evolution, I guess, because that originally probably did start off as some kind of fish, you know, amphibious. And then became, you know, able to walk on land. Maybe not at long periods of time, because frogs have to go in the water. You know, they don't have to live in the water, but they yeah. have to be here
1: mm-hmm. so
0: I do Like, I, like, that like, I,
2: like I'll, I'll say, like, sure. Like, you could say, like, there's, like, some evidence for it. But, like, just like me, how I, like, I believe in God. I believe in, like, creationism and all that stuff. I can't prove it. And I don't. Tend to say that like I could prove it I'll, I'll like give arguments on why I believe it But like that's Like I, I like I see a lot of like these like Like I was saying earlier like with like The religious like atheists who like Believe in the science and all that stuff like they'll say Like no we can actually prove evolution No you can't Just like I can't pr- uh, prove That well, this world was created Like you can't
0: There There's scientific methods that they can You know experiment with To but nobody's ever a, been able a to a like, fairly solid it. conclusion? But, but like a, to to say that we came from from fish mm-hmm. and we grew legs, I do believe that we came from the Cro-Magnon man. Mm-hmm. I do believe that we evolved from them. But the the real question is: there's a big time gap there. Where did they come from? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like they they're... say we came from apes, and I I do understand that hypothesis as well because there's a lot of characteristics. But and it hasn't. But
2: it hasn't repeated itself.
0: Evolution. I don't know why would it re- repeat itself because we like evolve.
2: It, I know, but like there hasn't been like another stage of evolution.
0: Mm. Evolution can be perceived in different ways. It doesn't always have to be physical.
2: I guess. I don't know. The I interior I, of our bodies, like changed. because like I, I, I like I've read a lot of stuff on this, and like usually it all comes down to like these are just like theories that people are saying. Like they they come up like with these like conclusions like how they could say that like the world is like millions and billions and trillions of years old but they can't can't physically prove it i mean they have these methods on like how they could speculate about it but i don't think like there's like like too many scientists that will say like it's a proven fact i think they 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 have these methods on how they could reach those conclusions but i don't think like it's a solid
0: fact Oh. well the the problem the problem with is what we got going on now is there's too more too many perceptions on the hypotheticals
1: mm-hmm.
0: where everybody can perceive it in a different way which makes it really hard to come to one solid 100% definition or conclusion of anything because there's so many different perceptions of what a hypothetical could be mm-hmm. you know I could hypothetically think one thing and you could hypothetically think a different thing on the same topic. You know, think it's all hypothetical. hypothetical. Is your house coming down? Possibly. Possibly.
2: Hopefully. I don't know. I, I like, I, my, my biggest problem, like, like, I don't care if like, Schools like teach about evolution. Like it's a like it's an interesting thing to like look into. Right. Like the the science that they get the mind thinking about shit. But my know? my problem with this is like how we've been seeing like what I was talking about earlier with like their their laws like banning like any form of Christianity in schools. Like like if you're gonna like teach See, about this I'm stuff, I'm not I'm not
0: Christian either or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I think it was wrong when they took the national anthem out of yeah like you know, or not the national anthem, but the uh, what was it? Was it the national anthem? Uh, I think it was called something else
2: I don't know but there's like a lot And the I only know, reason
0: why they took it out is because of one <coughs> nation under God mm-hmm. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all yeah, The whole reason anthem. they took it out is because of the one nation under God
2: Like that's what like a lot of people like try to Try to uh, refuse is the fact that this was built at Like this nation was built as a Christian nation Like you see everything like I think it's even uh, Thomas Jefferson I believe he's the one who said it I not 100 percent sure but they did say like the constitution was made for a more moral religious people and anything besides that will fail but i mean it's it's undoubtedly true that like the people not every single one of them who founded this nation was a christian or believed in it but it like all of our all of our currency says in god we trust like all of our things like like the i know uh I believe it was the Supreme you Court know, why, they why like, would
0: they take that out of schools and not take it off the money that, mm-hmm. that's what Bob well they've been trying
2: like. they have been trying they've been trying to reprint our money like I know uh like uh, the the Supreme Court used to start with a uh, I believe they used to start with a prayer before they started their uh, sessions uh, Congress used to do the same thing and they're they've been doing away with a lot of that there's been like a lot of uh, like historical landmark buildings for all that, they used to have like all these plaques and stuff that said stuff about God, and they've been like taking all that stuff down. Like, they want God completely out of our government and all that stuff. And like, they've been doing good at it because it's working. Well, let's go ahead and uh talk about this. How long have we been going? An hour 12. Yeah, let's go ahead and get it to this uh, last part. I say we were talking about it a little bit earlier about like the whole common core. Curriculum So from the new American Dot com Obama bribes Obama bribes states To adopt national education Curriculum
0: I don't trust him at all either So anything that has his name on it I'm not down for
2: Who bomb dropping <laughs> Obama yeah.
0: That, yeah.
2: That, that guy who dropped bombs On like people like A couple weeks after he was Inaugurated as our president so this is from uh, December twenty seventh, two thousand twelve, by Alex Newman. The Obama administration is using taxpayer money to bribe state governments to accept a dubious national education curriculum known as Common Core. And so far, the controversial campaign has flown largely under the radar. The national That's how they pass everything, dude. That's how they
0: pass everything. Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, I I don't know what this. Uh, I don't. I don't think I saw it in this. Um, Article I think they touch on it a little bit But like a big way that he got uh, uh, Common Core passed Throughout like our school systems and all that Stuff through all these states is like Like how they were saying like he bribed the States like that's a big way that he did It he was like hey If you guys enact this Thing that Forces all the schools to use this certain Curriculum that I came up with With a guy named Bill Ayers Who used to be with Weather Underground And put a bomb in a government building, got away with it. But let's go ahead and go on. Uh, the national scheme, which is already arousing some serious opposition, is geared towards standardizing educational requirements and a move that credits say represents an assault on local control over the school system. Homeschooling groups are expressing concerns, too, and the outcry is growing louder every day.
1: Ugh.
0: Incredibly, even the backing of billionaire Bill Gates and the Obama administration's Department of Education, the entire Common Core State Standards Initiative was developed and rolled out with almost no serious media attention. The eerie silence, of course, helped proponents avoid scrutiny in the early phases when it would have been much easier for critics to derail the scheme that will essentially nationalize the school curriculum.
2: Don't you just love that Bill Gates was involved with it as well? Mm A guy who like thinks there's too many people on this earth and is getting. I love his
0: computers and shit, but him as a person, (laughs) I like playing on his systems. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's That's all he's uh, good for.
2: Okay. Okay, so down here it says the foundation of the whole national curriculum, however, may be built on sand. Analysis say that as awareness of the federal power grab increases, opposition will only continue to mount. When states signed on to Common Core standards, they did not realize that they were transforming control of the school curriculum.
0: Transferring,
2: sorry. Oh, transferring. Yeah, I started realizing that after I was more on it but yeah control of the school curriculum to the federal government explains Sandra Stosky, 21st century chair and teacher quality of the University of Arkansas Department of Education reform during a speech at the Heritage Foundation only Texas Alaska and a handful of other states are putting up firm resistance to the plan so far but a few have withdrawn their participation and several others are considering doing so as well However, with the opposition just getting started, opponents of the plan are expected to expand the campaign to restore local control over education in the not-too-distant future, which analysts say could yield results and throw a wrench into the controversial scheme before it progresses any further. Which, yeah, like, so basically, like, what this was is, like I said, they were giving, like, the federal government complete control over the school's curriculums. And, like, letting the federal government determine, like, what teachers were going to be teaching. And it was going to be nationwide. And every single school was going to be doing the same thing. But,
0: like, Texas So, basically, and let- so they can start pushing drones out of our schools without any without any resistance. Yep.
2: Um, yeah, I really don't want to read all this. And that's
0: basically what we become is just a bunch of flesh-baggy fucking drones. For our
2: I'll, I'll, I'll put this... Uh, Thing in the blog, I mean, yeah, Common Core is like hey, it just complicates like everything, and the fact that they try to push it onto states through bribing them with state funded uh, money, like they were saying, "Hey, like we'll give you like a billion dollars if you
0: go along mm-hmm. with this
2: program." And no,
0: no, actually, it more describes because I read that article,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it more describes that they. They convinced them to sign up. Well, they, they came out with this policy that would give schools uh, funding. Mm-hmm. But the only way that you could get the funding mm-hmm. is if you accept this curriculum, mm-hmm. which then was funded by the very people that were paying for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they didn't yeah. realize it. That that's, that's basically what it was getting across, right. is that they were lying to these people to get them to sign up for it, not even... The, they didn't even realize that they were actually paying for it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's all just a big mess because I know, like a lot of like a lot of people argue that the reason why our school systems are doing so horribly because like our test scores are like fairly low. low. They're low. We like, they
0: wow. are so beneath a couple of countries that are mm-hmm. ahead of us. Right? Now. It's, it's, <coughs> we used to be number one in a lot of different things, and we are very. We are not number one in very many at all anymore. Uh, Incarcerating citizens per capita, we're we're number one
2: in that. <laughs> I'll say, like for now, like freedom. I mean, most people. I I know there are like cases. There's 187 cases here.
0: sovereign nations out there that have just as much freedom as we do.
2: Yeah, but they don't have it necessarily like protected from their government written into like their constitutions. Like like I was we just have it I not taking
0: into effect.
2: No, but like uh, in in like uh, the freedom of speech, like we're one of the only countries that actually has it like written down that like our government can't arrest us but for things we that we know? say. Yeah, yeah. But you, do we? I mean, if people understand their rights, they can fight against it. But like, there's. I a mean, lot yeah. of I mean, yes,
0: it is in place. But do we though? Yeah. Do we?
2: Yeah, we cannot be arrested for things that we say by our government.
0: They like they i was just reading it up in canada you, if they decide they want to arrest you they can and they'll they can but on. you
2: have to go through t- trial and you have to be granted your due justice i know there's a lot of cases in other things like the january 6th thing that i'm sure people will talk basically
0: about. what i'm getting at okay is yes we have it written into our system yes it's in our society but it is not followed it is not respected and you can still get it. I mean, we get banned from social media shit all the time for freedom of speech situations. But see, the I don't freedom of- shit—if they have a justification for banning it, we were speaking our mind mm-hmm. on a topic in our nation. We should but I mean, the whole—but
2: the whole thing, the whole thing about the freedom of speech is just that our government can't and and like take away. Like the government can't do anything about us saying anything. Like we can go up to the steps of Congress and we could say that they're a bunch of. Frickin' idiots with their heads up their ass, and they can't arrest us for that. But you can't walk up to a cop
0: and say, fuck you. You can. I mean, you're supposed to be able to, but people have been arrested for that, for verbally assaulting a police officer. That's a charge.
2: I think it depends on, like, what all happens. I mean, essentially, we are supposed to have it. Like, if we state our opinions... I agree. I agree on that part. If you make, like, threatening claims... Like, if you make threatening claims, like, and, like, they have, like, the justification of saying, like, you're threatening somebody, then, yeah, they can do something about it. But, like, I was just reading, I think I even showed you uh, the other day that, like, there was a kid up in Canada who got arrested and suspended from his high school simply for saying that there's only two genders. Yeah. Like, stuff yeah. like that cannot happen. You cannot be arrested for, like, stating opinions like that here in America. Like, there's a lot you know? of hate speech. There's a lot of hate speech laws in, like, all these, like, European countries and all that stuff up in Canada, all these other places. That's what I'm, like, kind of getting the
0: problem, at. The problem, the problem, what I'm getting at is the problem with our freedom of speech. It is slowly being ripped from us by all these other policies mm-hmm. they because putting we're putting out. Yeah. It because, is pandering to all these other people and their feelings.
1: Mm hmm. You that's know, because feelings like has all the, no
0: like, place in our in our judicial system.
1: really.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that. That's that's my point. But yeah, we're giving corporate we're,
2: we're giving all these like corporate entities like way too much power, like yeah. to control over us. Because like we are, even,
0: you know, most prisons aren't even owned by uh, by the government. They're owned by personal billionaires. Mm-hmm. I found that out just recently, dude. That kind of blew my mind. The like, corporations own the prisons.
2: Privatizing things. Yeah. Private ownership.
0: And they get, and it, it's ridiculous because they really, if they get you in jail, they don't want you to get out. Mm-hmm. Because they get paid per head, per day that people are in there. Mm-hmm. And they, they feed them well, pennies on the dollar of food. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, not saying they should be eating steaks or filet mignon or anything like that, but.
2: Yeah, we shouldn't make prisons comfortable for people.
0: No, we shouldn't. We definitely shouldn't they should definitely stay on metal racks and all that or whatever they are mm-hmm. you
2: know but uh, <clears throat> no i will admit that like some people uh, some people do get sent to prison for unjust reasons but i mean they do <clears throat> it, it, it gets it gets really i think uh i think there's uh there's a saying like you would rather let uh, uh, 10 corrupt criminals go free than have them like one innocent person locked away or something like that or something like that. rather,
0: I would just rather uh, cops and detectives and everything like that do their due diligence Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, just case closed. That's why we need to get rid
2: of, like, cop unions and stuff like that. There's, like, all these unions that everybody has that, like, keeps – Yeah, and they they actually have quotas. And I've heard this
0: from officers themselves. They have Mm -hmm. quotas, end-of-the-month quotas. And they'll just start randomly pulling people over, whether the person gets a ticket or a warning, it's still a pullover mm-hmm. and it's it's into their quota.
2: Oh yeah. I like like it really it really bugs me like the, the cops that'll just like sit in like a certain spot and like wait to like find people speeding. Like there's a lot more egregious things going on in this world than people going like
0: five miles over the speed limit.
2: Like Man, do your job. I agree.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, I, know. I understand speed limits are in place for a reason, but, kind of arbitrary. Uh, but if, you're, if you're, okay, so if you're in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it's only 30 miles an hour, and you're doing 50, then yes, I do believe you should be pulled over, mm-hmm. that's reckless endangerment, mm-hmm. you know, you could hit a kid, you could mm-hmm. hit a pedestrian, you could slam into a car and go into a house, mm-hmm. who knows, but if you're on the highway, and it says 60, and you're going 65, leave me the fuck alone, <laughs> come on, I'm just driving on, down the road.
2: Come on, man. You want to do some push-ups?
0: Yeah. How
2: many push-ups are we going to do? Yeah, for those of you that are watching that uh, haven't realized, I don't have my soundboard anymore, and I'm kind of upset about it.
0: I'm kind of happy about it, but... (laughs)
2: That's it. You don't get your name anymore.
0: Take that away. Oh, no. Please don't I can still control that. Don't take my Facebook at com away. Please don't do it.
2: Ah. All right, let's go oh. ahead and uh, get done with this. We're going to run this ad. Uh, yeah, I still got to cook breakfast, man. <laughs> it's going to be a brunch now, thanks okay. to you. And <laughs> well, now you're sounding all European with your brunch. Are you going to have some tea and biscuits with it, too?
0: I may. Oh. I may. Actually, right, we're let's... talking Belgian waffles, bacon, and uh, eggs. Why are they Belgian? Because it says Belgian waffle maker on the thing that I bought yesterday, so...
2: But what, what makes it different from regular waffles?
0: Thicker. Regular waffles are usually only about that thick. And Belgian waffles are about an inch to an inch and a half thick. Yeah. I can't wait to make some.
2: They're going to be huge. Okay, let's run this ad. All right. Couple of Hoosiers podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, pretty much anywhere that you get your podcast. We do a live stream show, so be sure to like come and check it out. It's usually either on Odyssey or... Or YouTube, we upload to Rumble as well, and also BitShoot. So go check us out and subscribe to our channels. Uh, CohPodcast.substack.com is going to be the new website where you can get all the blogs. I'm also writing blogs for other topics other than just what we say in the episodes. So go check it out. CohPodcast.substack.com.
0: Smash that like and subscribe.
2: Do it. Do it. it. I used to have. I used to have a. Uh, thing that like would like put like that up But it always makes the like program run slow And I don't like it so we'll just do this
0: Fireworks hey! We're the only ones that
2: have fireworks Yeah I have not seen another program that does fireworks So you guys are lucky if you guys are watching this And seeing the fireworks Count your blessings that you see them But yeah um If you're on Facebook Follow us there Pretty much just go look us up if you enjoy what we're talking about and like all these little articles that we read through and sometimes struggle through because we're 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 kind of retarded sometimes sometimes but uh it's it's been real it's been fun you guys go ahead and uh enjoy your enjoy the rest of your weekend and all that stuff and we'll catch you later
0: have a good weekend guys we'll see you Thursday bye